0: Welcome to
1: Not My Radishes. Welcome back to Not My Radishes. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you need to sign up for Patreon because we're releasing NMR episodes both here on our main feed and our Patreon. And um, our last episode is called Not My Radishes, and you're just going to have to go figure it out. Yeah. For a reason. I was laughing, uh, Darren. I don't mean to interrupt, but I was laughing at the top of when we started because... Typically, just so for everyone knows, like Darren and I kind of Darren counts us into clicking record while we're doing this remotely. And that way I can I can uh, line us up when we're editing. And Darren usually is like three, two, one, record. But this time we were so fired up about a conversation I think we're about to have. And she was like, "Okay, you know what I mean? It just pisses me off. Here we go. Three, two, one, record. And I was like, "Oh, oh, my gosh, we're in a Corvette going down the highway. But I like I, it. Well, I like Listen, it.
0: I get very fired up because, you know, the big <laughs> thing this week was basically that like, like Facebook, oh my Instagram, God. and WhatsApp went out for five hours. And yeah, what did it you do? loo <laughs> I actually like. I had work. I
1: I was working. I know. That's the thing. I'm like, you guys that are out here talking about missing Facebook, do you have jobs? Because you shouldn't be on Facebook unless you are a social media manager. Uh,
0: Yeah. Or like, I don't, like, I understand that it's important for businesses, but like the fact that it went out people like, what am I going to do? And I'm like, have you ever read a book? Like, talk to a friend. Like, have you talked to a friend in a while? Like, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe it was an important point to like re-examine things. And like, granted, like, (sighs) I love our Facebook group and we got worried yeah, sure. that we couldn't even communicate. I love Instagram. Yeah. You know, and that's very important but like, it was an outage. It wasn't like they went yeah. away forever and, know. you know, a lot of people are kind of comparing it because on it happened on Monday and at Sunday in 60 mm-hmm. Minutes that whistleblower kind of came out basically saying about Facebook, um, you know, cares about uh, company over country is something Mark Zuckerberg has sort of said where they care more about profits mm-hmm. than they do about like the mental health Of their, um, of their users. Viewers, yeah, users, yeah. And basically there's kind of a switch at Facebook. She was saying there's kind of a switch at Facebook where it's like, you know, we can make them see things that are going to make them angry and stay on the site longer and click more things, or we can filter things that make them happy, uh, but they don't stay on as long when they're happy. And so her argument was kind of like, you know, Facebook, um, uh, Facebook, um, you know, is, uh, is manipulating? Is evil? Everybody. Is evil yeah. because of this? You know what I mean? Right, so right, right. I, I, you know, I um, I have my own feelings well, on that in a lot of ways.
1: Yeah, I mean, listen, Darren, this is what I was just kind of getting at is that Darren and I were just you know briefly discussing it as a as a topic right before we hit record, but you know, I think what what my issue is is that. You can't rely on companies, especially as big as Facebook, where, and I want to get to Mark Zuckerberg apologizing in just a second because that was interesting in and of itself, but you can't let these big companies be making the ethical decisions about how you are going to feel when you log on to their service and manually consume their information. This is why, let me tell you, this is exactly why during the election process cycle whatever you want to call it a couple years ago you know i come from a very conservative town a lot of my family is very conservative it's very hard for me i don't talk about it as much as it it affects me um you know when your family is pretty much categorically and and some friends you know against what you feel isn't necessarily just the right thing i'm sorry necessarily uh an issue, but also the right thing to do, whether it's human rights or a vaccine, you know, things like that. You know, it's not an easy thing to do. And then when you log into social media, which shouldn't be a place, you know, where you go and get upset and you get upset, it's it's a tough pill to swallow. So, you know, I purposely, I will tell you, m- removed myself from participating in Facebook in particular for this reason. And that is my personal... Uh, way of handling consuming what other people are saying. And I do think that it is not, you cannot blame Facebook for wanting to sell more ads and wanting people to come to their website. Yes, in an ideal, you know, utopia, we're not out here instigating people. You don't want that to be the case. But there has to be some personal agency be, on, on ourselves individual responsibility
0: yeah. you know and i was i was talking about this earlier and it's like of course facebook's incentive is to get you to use their platform, <laughs> right the yeah but the difference between the government and something privately run like facebook is that they're not forcing you to use it. You know, when you want a driver's license or you want a passport, you have to go to a government agency. There's no other right, way around it. You know, yeah. there's no other like option. I don't think anyone is stoked to go to the DMV. You know, and frankly, <laughs> when I want to mail something, I don't use the United States Postal Service. I usually use FedEx or UPS because they're better and mm. there's less lines and they handle people better. And, you yeah. know, it's it's it, my pay more, but that's kind of my right. You know, thank God that there are these well, other yeah. options to use. And When people are sort of complaining like Facebook is evil, well, no one's asking you to consume it. And so I think that for the government to kind of step in, you know, this has been happening time before time. If you really research this for sure who were interested in it, um, you know, back in the day, in the 1800s, people were complaining that bicycles were going to ruin America. People (laughs) were concerned that car radios were going to ruin America, that radio, that television, that video games. So it's just one thing after another of people just thinking all this stuff while consuming it. And you know I just think that there has to be this is where parents are very helpful in stepping in and I know that there's a lot of ties between social media and young girls and their mental health which of yeah, course yeah. is important but you know that that's like saying like you know in America we suffer from obesity or we, should we ban fried food should we ban Exactly. That was my like, point, I,
1: too. I'm like, this I, I, isn't a, um,
0: I I don't understand. <laughs> like, what is the personal responsibility? McDonald's yeah. is in the is in the business to sell you burgers. That's McDonald's business model. They yeah. want you That's to what eat yeah. 5,000 burgers a day. It's capitalism,
1: it's a, in a sense, uh, at its finest. Oh, oh, and,
0: and it should be. And it should be. Sure. They're in the business to make money. But the best thing about McDonald's is it's not the one place to eat. You don't have to go there. <laughs> and right. it's not on McDonald's fault, which is why I hate that fucking documentary by Morgan Spurlock supersize me, Mm -hmm. is that it blames McDonald's for making Americans fat. No! No. You're fat because you decided to do that. And listen, I don't care if you're fat. Like, I don't even think it's an issue. I'm not judging you or anything like that. I'm just saying it's like, you're blaming the wrong people. You're doing the wrong thing.
1: And I totally, and I do agree with you, but to just sort of counterpoint to it, though, there is, okay, so that's what I was saying before we started recording, is what is the line of Ethics that a company should bear when it comes to these sorts of things because there, there should be a line, right? You, you don't want these um, companies, no matter how big or small they are, to ever be taking advantage, right, of people without their knowledge. But that's what I'm saying, when, and I think this is what you're saying too, Darren. Mm-hmm. There needs to be personal agency and awareness of like what you're doing and, and what that amounts to.
0: Well, it's very much so compared to like the tobacco industry, right? When the tobacco industry was saying, yes. like, suck these sticks down, it's gonna make you younger. Right. Well, clearly they were lying. And right. so I, I as opposed to banning cigarettes they made you put a million fucking warnings well, on it and this and this is the point yeah. now it's like is like anyone out there that doesn't know that cigarettes are bad like i don't understand how you're living in this world but people <laughs> still smoke cigarettes so all the time people do yeah people do things that are bad for them all the
1: time it's so funny you use this analogy cuz right before you st- you mentioned it i was just thinking like do are we at a point where when you click on that facebook app on your phone Do we get like a a surgeon general warning that's like this app and the content you consume may be extremely uh, terrible for your mental health and be aware of that? I think we should. I think there might be something like that.
0: I don't necessarily think that. Is is fair only because it's, you know, one man's mental health is another man's not. You know, like it's I might true. be able to consume things that yeah, are anti Holocaust that don't affect my mental well being because I can look at it and say, like, and differentiate. this is garbage. Yeah. This right. is stupid. So I don't think there's like a one catch all. That's why I think it's gotta be on an, an individual basis. Yeah. And that's why there's Education. certain things that app there's certain things that apps can do. Like Twitter, for example, might do a thing where instead of just retweeting shit, you can say, Are you sure you want to do that? If there's offensive yeah. language, like just putting up maybe a little bit more freedom. Right? And Facebook and does
1: that as well, just for the record. Right, uh, yeah.
0: exactly. And that's fine. Like, yeah. I, I, if, if a company wants to do that, fine. But that's really all the company can do. Like, Uh there's always going to be misinformation out there, which is why I found it funny because they're like Facebook spreading all these lies and misinformation. I'm like, have you ever watched cable news (laughs) maybe in the past, like, I don't know, like three weeks? Like, Uh they say, whether it's on the left or on the right, both sides are guilty of this. Like, MSNBC can can be just as bad as Fox. And I'm like, I don't see anyone shutting that down. And and it you know the thing that I argue with people when they're like the government needs to step in and I say, "Yeah, well, how about when if you think the government needs to step in, would you feel that way if Trump was in office? Would you feel that way if Biden's in office? And yeah. how about who's next in office?" Because yeah, yeah. it's not just a matter of creating these rules. Like, when you have the government (laughs) regulate what consumers should watch and what consumers should do, that's called dictatorship, and that's called what China's doing right now with video game usage of three hours. And I don't think Mm -hmm. any American would look at that and think that that's a good idea. It's parental responsibility. It's individual responsibility. And that's what annoys me about the whole conversation.
1: And, you know, I completely agree with you there. And I think, you know, you have to look look at the the mental health aspects of this. Like, people that are... In my opinion, people that are vulnerable to these problems with social media are typically the ones who aren't taking care of their mental health the best way that they can. And by the way, mental health isn't always about your own control. Like a lot of us are born into that. So, But yes, to your point, Darren, I mean, there needs to be individual accountability. And I don't think... You know, well, it's, right. it's you, every you, company's responsibility, necessarily. If
0: you're looking at Facebook to tell you information about the COVID-19 vaccine versus your physician, well, that's a problem. And I don't think that's Facebook's problem. I think yeah. that's a you problem. I think I think you have to seek out your own information, your own sources for this. It's not it's not Facebook's responsibility because, like, then what does that mean?
1: Well, you and know? then, you know, when you said your own sources, I kind of panicked because that is exactly the problem with a lot of these conspiracies is – a lot of these people get on, and their own sources are like, you know, Joe Schmo down the street, and that's a source, or like even well-meaning blogs that don't get the the information right. So, like, you know, look at a lot of these places, like the New York Times, and like other conservative uh, papers who have right, a history. You
0: be the Times and the Journal and the Wall Street exactly, Journal. Exactly, you know, because there's a repu-
1: Yes, there's a reputation and a long-standing tradition of citing sources that are not necessarily misleading, you know, like people, I, I, we, anyway, this is like a whole other episode of NMR, I think for another time. And there's a lot going on even in my hometown regarding vaccine misinformation and, and tragedy and murder, but yeah, we'll, save that, that. Yeah, yeah, we'll exactly. save that for another time. Yeah, exactly. But um, no, I think yeah. you're right. And at the end of the day, listen, Facebook, Instagram, and WhatsApp went out and we all survived. So let's just take a big, deep breath.
0: <laughs> well, as we learned from, our, uh, from, from this yeah. Sunday's episode, some of our listeners shout out, some, t- some people realized that they were married and had to talk to their significant other. Can you believe-
1: can you Tragedy. Um, yeah.
0: But speaking of things that aren't social media, <laughs> do you watch The Morning Show on Apple TV?
1: Okay. No, I don't. And I okay. wasn't even interested. I just want to quickly mention, though, that Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, and Lisa Kudrow were on Howard Stern in June. Yeah. And they were talking about the Friends reunion, which happened months ago. And they were talking about The Morning Show. And I'm like, I want to watch this now. Um, so I might get around to it. Have you watched it? Do you like it?
0: I mean... Yes. I watch it late. So, like, I binged yeah, yeah. season one, and now season two is on. So I'm kind of watching as I oh, it was okay. every, every episode drop Friday. But yeah. there was a lesbian moment with Grace Witherspoon <gasps> this last Friday. I don't want to spoil it because you haven't okay. watched it. But, like, okay. I am... <laughs> Here for, and that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Okay, Reese that's Witherspoon
1: lesbian moment. You heard it here first. With Juliana everybody. fucking
0: Margulies. That's all I need to tell you. Even your gay oh pants. My would be very happy. I, oh my god. Oh my god. Thank you, John. Thank you, John. Am Thank I getting
1: you. turned on? Am I? A, yeah, am like. Am I like, a four uh, on the Kinsey scale? I don't you, know. I think you
0: are I think you are. <laughs> my god. Um,
1: so you just but, wanted to mention that it was a big moment. Just, you're here for it. Okay.
0: Yeah, I just, I just, I wanted to, okay. I wanted to listen. save space. Yeah. To say where I felt comfortable.
1: All right. Well, this is your safe Sometimes space.
0: Sometimes dad needs a safe space. Okay? Dad needs a
1: safe space. You got it. Your children are listening. Your mom and mom's listening. Exactly. Your wife. That's me. Yeah. Um, by the way, not to go back into, you know, fact checking, but we can't go on without mentioning that there were some headlines this week that the Zodiac killer has potentially been found or I guess you could say ID'd. Um, this person that... Uh, has been identified actually died in 2018 Darren you texted me a couple of several of our listeners I'm sure message you as well and me and you know my initial reaction was the headlines were by the way group of like uh invest personal investigators da 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 identified Zodiac Killer and I'm like that's great I I want to believe it and if there's 40 of them that it's being reviewed and you know and and sussed out, for lack of a better word. But until the FBI is, like, corroborating against every other little part of this, it's hard to say that it's truly the actual Zodiac killer. Um,
0: and they, they're claiming it's a guy who died, so it, it is yeah. It is kind of difficult to say. I mean, there's this sort of this, they, they kind of mention this, like, rat pack of investigators, which includes cops, <laughs> right. I think, and former investigators. So it's, you know, it's legitimate people. It, it's not just like, you know you and I Um, on a
1: podcast identifying people
0: (laughs) exactly Um, but uh, it I I just how do I want to say this I think it's really (laughs) I think it it behooves us to just wait and see what well, other um, information comes out about it.
1: And you may, you know, just like you were saying at the top of the show, due diligence. Sometimes you just need yes. to, you know, suss it out, for lack of a better term. The, the Sometimes team is, you
0: need to suss out the sus.
1: That's right. According to CNN, the Case Breakers, which is a team of 40 former law enforcement investigators, said that they identified the man be- that they believe is the Zodiac Killer using new physical and forensic evidence and information from eyewitnesses, according to a press release that they released. Now, Listen. It sounds it sounds very legitimate. You're like it's not like a grandmother in Nebraska, you know, posted on Facebook. Like obviously these are professionals. They have made a press release. They, I'm sure, would not go to a, the, to these lengths. But just like we were saying, I would rather um, you know wait and see what even like the San Francisco Police Department has to say. In That's fact, right. here, right here in this. Um, CNN article in response to the new claims, the San Francisco Police Department confirmed to CNN that it is still an open investigation, saying, quote, we are unable to speak to potential suspects as this is still an open investigation. Um, The FBI, which has been uh, supporting local law enforcement in the investigation, also did not acknowledge the claims. So as well-intentioned. Yes, as well-intentioned as this is, we just don't know for sure right now, but If anything, it sounds like it's an amazing break in the case. And hopefully with corroboration, yeah, it can be be solved. Let's hope it does. My God. But
0: let's not jump the gun like courts do and assume it, just want to get it solved and not do our due diligence as we're going on. Because that's really the important thing here is that, you know, some people just want the solved case and they don't uh, care about, And you know, how many cases have we covered on the show like that? (laughs) I know, yeah. Uh, I just want to make sure that we're kind of being uh, good consumers of that. So yeah,
1: yeah. and Billy Jensen, who is a good friend of ours and has been on, uh, well, actually, he hasn't been on this show yet, but um, a good friend of ours from the past and does some some true crime, you know, in his spare time, aka every day of his life. Um, He did like a, I think it was like a twelve, a twelve-part tweet series on his Twitter about basically what we're saying. You know, it's like everything looks good, but. Uh, You know, here are some details that you might want to consider. The case is still open. Let's just give it a minute until we find the actual corroborating details. And I thought it was really interesting. You could go to his Twitter if you're listening and find out. But speaking of Twitter, Darren, we'll move out of this. I've done some sleuthing myself. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. turns out. Oh, my God. I was right. Adele is coming. She's returning.
0: 30, baby. She's been kind of. She's been. She's been hinting. I think that... Yeah. uh Even through her own social media that she's been kind of showing these billboards uh, <laughs> kind of, you know, and every album has had its own, you know, number. There was 21, there was 24, so 30 will 25, be... 25, but yes. 25, yes. excuse me. Yeah, 21, 25, and now 30. And
1: 19 was actually her first album, yeah.
0: I... I love how she does that and I love because it kind (laughs) of just goes to show where she is in her life and we kind of get to see her own emotional journey through this. Um, Adele recently has actually come out because, you know, she's lost a lot of weight um, from from her first uh, And a lot of women in particular, but everyone, of course, um, has kind of been knocking her about her weight and, yeah, where, and how she been thinks it.
1: And I, on social media like I'm just curious where that's is this Facebook again yes.
0: yeah yeah no it's Instagram I've seen it I've seen okay, it tons you know else, she's come yeah. out in a lot of publications um, I think okay. you're kind of damned if you do damned if you don't you know yeah. if you're if you're overweight people are going to tell you you're fat and you should lose weight and then when you lose the weight people are going to be like you're oh, just kidding. I, I can't believe you changed your body image for the trolls and it's yeah. like you know, Adele just needs to be happy for her. Herself, I'm not yeah. like I can't believe there's actual people in the world who want to like yell at celebs over their oh body weight. Like that's like so sad. It's just like absurd. Um well, I, I just like don't understand people. Well,
1: I'm I still. remember last year, um, she hosted SNL. She wasn't the musical guest. And I think that was her big reveal of her big weight loss. And yeah, it's a weird thing, right? Oh, sorry. Someone it's was okay. texting me. Sorry. It's a weird thing because You know, someone's body and frankly, their health is so personal. Like you want to be excited for them, but also for losing the weight. But also you don't want it to seem like they were less than or less worthy from like when they were maybe larger, so to speak. And just the way people deal with this on social media, it's like, just don't comment. Keep stupid ass comments Either to yourself. don't comment or
0: just be like, so happy you're happy. Yeah, like, exactly. What's wrong exactly. with saying that? Like, I, I, I just, I don't think I've ever told anyone. I've never sent a wrong, never, like a yeah. shitty DM. It's just like, it's crazy to me. I'm glad she's coming back though, because I love her music and I love her. Yes. And easy. I'm very excited about it.
1: I'm so sorry. To, I don't mean to keep interrupting you. Um, I keep, Thinking You're Breaking, but Easy On Me is her new single, and it comes out on October 15th, and I will be up at midnight, October 14th, to make sure I hear the moment it's released. By the way... I can't wait. Can I say one thing about Adele? Can I toot my own horn about Adele?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Back in 2008, I think it was 2007 or 2008, I stumbled across Adele on, you might not know what this is, everyone listening, MySpace. Where she was posting like live recordings of her music and I was obsessed with her and she didn't have that many fans and I had a blog back in the day. You remember blogs Darren back before social media was a thing. And I was like, guys, you got to get into Adele. She was amazing. By the way, this blog does not exist. So don't go looking for it if you guys are listening. And then, like, later that year, she was nominated for Best New Artist. And I'm like, oh my God, I hope Adele wins. Like, this, she's this new girl. Like, I think everyone's going to love her. And thank, inf- amazingly, she did win, but it was like not that big of a deal. And I'm like, no, I don't think you guys get it. She's unfucking believable. Like, I was just telling any and everybody I could, like, go listen to Adele. And then she's become, since then, like, obviously a a huge phenomenon yeah so i like to you know kind of shine my nails and uh you know throw my hair back a little bit and say i you know i discovered adele let's put it that way i discovered adele
0: you yeah i think you can credit (laughs) yourself for this i I, i'm fine with that thank you i felt the same way about sam smith like i uh i like went to go see him kind of before he blew up really broke yeah yeah so that's amazing
1: where'd you see him do you oh remember? God, it was, was it in London? Was it I in... think it
0: might have been Williamsburg Hall of Music, maybe, oh, okay. or something like that. Yeah, well, That's
1: really awesome, then. Even better. It was great. That's good.
0: It, it was great.
1: Well, guys, this has been such a fun episode. We hope that we spark some interesting debate or conversation to, with you guys at home. Let us know what you think about our thoughts. We are open and friendly to any conversation or debate and luckily it's not even really that political so like you know feel free to weigh in however you want you can hit us up on facebook and our shaken and disturbed facebook podcast fans group which is now open it is working on like last monday or hit us up at j thrasher and carpe jared there you go
0: amen to that guys we'll see you next week for an all-new case that's
1: right on that all righty bye